I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It, episode 40. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about meat, what kind of meat you should eat. Now, I don't eat meat. I haven't had meat in well over 30 years. However, I do understand that most people do eat animal products, and I'm okay with that. It's your call. But you want to make sure you're doing the right kind. So the bottom line is you make, want to make sure it's at least organic, minimum requirement for any animal product would be that it's organic. So that'll be meat, butter, cheese, yogurt, eggs, ice cream. Organic is the way to go because you're going to avoid a lot of steroids, chemicals, hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, herbicides, tranquilizers, genetically modified foods. So organic is the way to go. Also, we talked about how to cook the meat. And if you want to, if you missed that, we did it uh, earlier. So you can go to my website, drjoe.com. Uh, if you're watching this as a podcast or listening as a podcast, the podcast is called For the Health of It. And you could download that and we'll send you the podcast constantly into your phone or your computer. Uh, but we want to get this information to you any way we possibly can. So I don't want to repeat everything we just did. So we talked uh, right before uh, we, we came on here for this section about germs and how there are so many more germs on meat than there are on things like uh, toilet seats or, 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 or doorknobs. You got to worry about that because the new breed of potentially lethal germs are really being spread a lot through the meat. So what's the deal? Is meat healthy? Is it safe? Talk about that. You can decide. 30 million pounds of antibiotics a year. That's how many antibiotics are used in the animal industry. And guess what? The animals eat them. You eat the animals. You're getting these antibiotics. So constant contact with these drugs, bacteria learn to outsmart the drugs. They actually mutate. And just like anything else, there's an evolution that occurs when the environment changes, the living organism adapts. That's what's happening with bacteria. We're creating these superbugs that are not responding to antibiotics. So if you're taking antibiotics every single day, what's gonna happen is, eat meat, animal products every single day, that's what I meant by taking antibiotics. The bacteria in your colon are gonna start to get stronger around the antibiotics. Now suddenly you need antibiotics. You got an infection. You got something going on where the antibiotics are gonna save your life. They may not be as effective because you've been exposed to it all this time. So here's a tip. One way to avoid a lot of these superbugs is instead of filling your shopping cart up with meat, how about you have a couple of plant-based dinners or meals or days a week? You don't have to do it every day, but think about it. Number one question I get is, Dr. Joe, where do you get your protein? If you don't eat animal products, where do you get your protein? The answer is very, very simple. Your body only needs about eight to 10% of its total caloric intake is protein. Anything beyond that is wasted. And in fact, it's not just wasted, it puts a strain on your liver and your kidneys because they have to. these proteins have to be broken down and then passed out. So why would you put a strain on your organs when you don't have to? And a lot of you have accidental plant-based meals. When I say accidental, you didn't mean to do it. You just did it. So again, I haven't had animal products in over 30 years. You can do this. A carrot is about 6% protein. 
So you're not going to be shortchanged on protein. In fact, most of you are getting way too much protein. And it puts a strain, as we said, on the kidneys. So think about this for a second. You're eating a cow. You're eating a pig. You're eating a chicken. You're eating eggs, butter, yogurt, whatever it is. Where does the cow get the protein to build the flesh that you're eating? From plants. Same thing with picking the chicken and the pig and everything else. So cows don't eat other cows. They're not supposed to anyway. So they're getting it from the plants. So there's plenty of protein in plants. And the longest living animals on earth are plant-based eaters. Elephants, people, where do you get your protein from? How big is an elephant? How strong is an elephant? Pretty strong. How about a rhinoceros? How about a hippopotamus? So the longest living animals on earth are living a plant-based diet. In fact, there was a study done by National Geographic several years ago, one of these famous studies that we plant eaters like to refer to. And they wanted to find out who lives the longest, who has the longest life, life expectancy. And they found three groups had the longest life expectancy. One in Loma Linda, California, one in was it Okinawa, Japan, and one in the mountains of Russia. So three different groups, three different lifestyles, three different environments, and yet they had the longest life expectancy. So the scientists, of course, wanted to figure out what's the common denominator. So they looked at religion, they looked at uh, lifestyle, family. The one thing that tied them all together is they ate mostly a plant-based diet. So they're eating a plant-based diet, they're living longer, they're feeling better, it's cheaper than anything you're doing right now. Hmm, might be a way to go. Because we got Loma Linda, California, which is an industrial area, you know, a settled area, I should say, whatever. Um, Okinawa, Japan, very removed, it's an island. And then you got the mountains of Russia. So the one thing they all had in common, plant-based diet. So you're going to get more than enough protein eating a plant-based diet, I promise you. And in America, it was the American Dietetic Association. They did a whole report on plant-based diets. They called it vegetarianism back then. Um, and I'll explain the difference in a second. And they said, as long as you're getting enough food to maintain your weight, maintain your energy level, and maintain your thought process, you're getting enough protein. It's pretty simple. Now, vegetarian is an old term. It's not used anymore. It is used. Uh, vegetarian means you don't eat uh, animals. Now, there's different types of vegetarians, which I don't agree. I don't, I don't like this, the way they, they, they do this. You get a lacto-ovo vegetarian. I mean, you eat eggs and uh, milk, but you don't eat meat. And then there's a pescatarian, which is somebody who eats fish, which is still a meat. And then there's a flexitarian, which means you eat mostly plants, but sometimes you eat meat. So, but then there's vegan, which is no animal products whatsoever. Now, you can be an unhealthy vegan with diet because what happens is you can eat brownies. They could be vegan. You could eat uh, cookies and cakes and donuts and pastas and breads. That's all vegan. So it doesn't mean it's healthy, healthier, but not healthy. Plant-based means you're eating mo foods that are mostly whole food, meaning you wouldn't eat bread because it comes from a wheat kernel. You'd have to eat the wheat kernel, which you really can't do um, because it's, you, you have to grind it up and make flour out of it. You can boil them, I guess, maybe, but it's not a good thing. So when you start adding processed foods to the diet, it's no longer plant-based. Could be vegan or vegetarian, but it's not plant-based. So plant-based is a newer term that folks are using. I mean, soda is vegan. Doesn't mean it's good for you. So go to a more plant-based diet. If you don't know what to make, go to my website, drjoe.com. And on my website, my first book I wrote is called Eating Right for the Health of It. First half of the book tells you how to change your diet. Second half of the book talks about breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks. The second half of the book is well over 200 recipes. Breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, all plant-based, all vegan, no soy. Delicious. 
Every recipe in there is just off the chart. Because people would always say to me, well, Dr. Joe, what do you eat? I want to be like you. I want to be your age and thin and healthy and energetic and no wrinkles. And I said, well, this is what I eat. So I had to start writing down recipes. I eat this, I eat this, I eat this. And eventually got to the point where it's like, well, heck, I got a book here. And that's how the book came about. So if you don't know what to do, go to my website, Dr. Joe. We also have Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source on the website. Minimum amount of nutrients that you should be getting every day. It's, it's, uh, we juice fruits and vegetables. We take the water out and the sugar out. Prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, a complete multivitamin. A scoop of each every day, at least once a day. Now, sometimes if I have a big day or if I have somebody who's really sick, patients that are really sick, I'll get them twice a day, three times a day because you're just loading yourself up with easily absorbed plant-based nutrients. And then we have Dr. Joe's immune boost, uh, a seasonal tonic, I'm sorry. Uh, seasonal tonic is great if you have a cold coming on. In fact, somebody called me up the other day and they said, listen, I can't make the meeting we had set up. I've got this horrible walking pneumonia. I said, well, continue doing what the medical doctors have recommended, but I'm gonna drop off at your mailbox some seasonal tonic. And uh, it's ginger, horseradish, cayenne pepper, onion, and garlic pureed in apple cider vinegar. Tastes like it sounds. Uh, but it's great. Really helps to keep the immune system strong. So uh, we have that. We have B vitamins. Most of us are deficient in B vitamins. I take Dr. Joe's B vitamins every day. I think you should too. If you're over 30, if you're under stress, if you drink a lot of coffee, if you got bags under your eyes, if you're tired all the time, you probably want to consider Dr. Joe's adrenal support because the adrenal glands are really important organs and they can burn out. And if you're eating a very heavy animal-based diet, that puts a lot of stress on the adrenal glands and they, you can give them a little boost. So I take Dr. Joe's adrenal support every single day as well. But back to where we were, talking about a plant-based diet there. Each year, food animals raised in North Carolina alone ingest more antibiotics than the entire American public. One state uses more antibiotics than all the people consume medicinally they're consuming it through the animals. So that's a big concern. There's a lot of antibiotics being used. I want you to realize this. So lack of accountability for meds in the, in, in the industrial farming uh, industry might surprise you. If I need antibiotics, I have to get a prescription from my medical doctor and I need to go to the pharmacist and I need to have that filled. Absolutely okay with that. If you need antibiotic, take them. If you raise cattle, you can go buy them by the by the ton, not a ton maybe, but you can buy them by big boxes, by by, by a lot of lot, lot of antibiotics, no prescription whatsoever. Throw them into the feed. So it's really I don't understand that, and I never understood it. I don't have an answer for it. Like why is it that people you have to go through this whole you know song and dance to get the antibiotics? Yet cows and chickens can get them like crazy. Again, it's a rhetorical question. I don't know the answer to it. Organic means the animals are raised without use of antibiotics or growth hormones. So they're fed better. They can't be fed genetically modified foods. They are then, if it's cows, they're, they're grass fed and they can't be given the, uh, the, the, the drugs. So I support that 100%. If you're gonna do an animal product, that's why I want you to do organic. Now MRSA, MRSA is a uh, bacteria that's been mutated and it doesn't respond very well to traditional medical approach. And that's why MRSA can be really serious. And in fact, MRSA kills more people than AIDS every year. And it's found where? A lot of times in your meat. Uh, forcing animals to eat drugs creates a silent crisis in the US. A study published in a, a clinical infectious disease, I'm sure you have that journal at home, taking out the gross factor and bringing it to a whole new level. Researchers found that half of the U.S. supermarket meat sampled contained staph infection bacteria 
including the hard-to-kill, potentially lethal MRSA. Half of grocery store meats were found to have MRSA. Turkey products were most likely to harbor staph bacteria, followed by pork and then by chicken. Now, you're thinking to yourself, but Dr. Joe, if half of the meat out there has MRSA in it, why isn't everyone just dying from MRSA? When you cook the meat, it destroys a lot of the bacteria, and that's a good thing. However, if you grill the meats and you barbecue them, listen to the first part of the show, and um, you'll understand why that's not a good idea. So it's good to kill the bacteria. It's bad in other ways. U.S. Department of Agriculture discovered traces of harmful veterinary drugs and heavy metals in U.S. beef. There was an animal wormer that can cause neurological damage in humans. They give it to the animals to kill the worms. It's still in your meat. Penicillin. That was found uh, that can cause life-threatening reactions in people who are allergic to it. So you may be having allergic reactions to small doses of penicillin, and you're thinking, why am I sick all the time? It could be from eating the meat. Veterinary drug that causes kidney damage, stomach and colon ulcers, as well as blood, uh, blood in the stools of humans found in these samples of meat. Arsenic. Known carcinogen that is allowed in some non-organic animal feeding operations, commonly used to feed chickens and chicken litter or feces, is sometimes then fed to the feedlot. So they feed arsenic to the chickens because it makes them way more. They poop it out. We take the poop and we feed it to other animals in the feedlot. Not a good idea. So arsenic can be spread and arsenic is a heavy metal and heavy metals, the body doesn't respond well to. There's, there's no human requirement or net, uh, need for arsenic. When you put it in the body, it, it really throws a wrench into your neurological system. Now, as a chiropractor, my team of doctors and I, we're worried about your nervous system. We want to make sure the nervous system is working at 100%. And the nervous system can be damaged by chemicals or by physical damage, bones out of place, muscle spasms, swollen discs. So that's why at my, my offices in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We work on getting the nervous system, all the bones lined up, take the stress off the nervous system. But the nervous system works on chemicals. You're not plugged into the wall, so where are you getting your electric electricity from? You have to generate the electricity, and you generate it by the chemicals or the food or the nutrients you put in your body. That's why it's so important to get the right nutrients in your body so the nervous system can become a generator and, and fire off electrical impulses. And if you're not putting the right nutrients in the body, the nervous system can't work properly. And then you do things like arsenic or lead or mercury, and you're just throwing another wrench into the works. So there's no reason not to take care of yourself. It's cheaper, it's easier, it's quicker. You'll probably live longer. You'll feel better. You'll lose weight. You'll, you'll, most likely all these things will happen. Uh, your love life will improve. Your digestive system improves. I don't see a downside to having a normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system, and good nutrition. Can't find one. Spent 34 years looking for one. Can't find one. So far, so good. So why don't you give it a shot? Why don't you try doing what I say? I give you this challenge. 60 days. Do what I say. Eat right. Go to my website, drjoe.com. You might want to watch a video I did called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition a few years ago. Then the second uh, lecture you can listen to called So What Can I Eat? Get my books, Eating Right for the Health of It, Prescription for Extreme Health. If you're a reader, they're there. If you're not a reader, that's fine too. At least Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source as supplements. Absolute minimum. I would probably add B vitamins as well. Most people are deficient. And then you might want to consider adrenal support as well. If you don't get a lot of sunlight, you probably want to get vitamin D. And in fact, I'm going to do a show. I just found the research out yesterday. New studies out show that most, 80% of cancers can probably be prevented if you keep your vitamin D levels high. 
60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. That's how you measure it in the blood. Wait a minute, 80% of cancers can be prevented? Yeah, that's what the studies are showing now with vitamin D. So we have a Dr. Joe's vitamin D and that's on the website as well, drjoe.com. Uh, I take five drops a day if I'm not out in the sun and that's 5,000 international units. So just a thought. And those are all on the website, drjoe.com. You should do that. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We would love to be your doctors. All my doctors are handpicked by me, trained by me, and are my personal doctors. If I don't trust them adjusting me, I don't trust them adjusting you. So if you want to go to my website, drjoe.com, make an appointment, we'd love to have you come and see us. And if you have questions about insurance, when you call up, ask us about the insurance. We accept most insurances. We file most of them. Some of them aren't even worth filing for you and for us. So we'll explain all that to you. If you've ever been in a car accident, if your car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. So if you're ever in an accident, you need to come see us as soon as possible. Okay, so that's on the website, drjoe.com. So we're talking today about animal products and what, if you're going to eat them, what kind you should eat. If you're going to eat meat, what kind? Copper, an essential element to survival. It's harmful if too much accumulates in the body. And it's being found in beef that we eat, although U.S. agencies haven't been protecting consumers from it, even though third world countries managed to do so. 2008, for example, Mexican authorities rejected U.S. beef because it contained copper in excess of Mexicans' tolerance levels. Who are sending them free food? And they won't take it because it's, it, it's not something that they can handle. It's, it's too much toxins in the body. U.S. doesn't have a set threshold for copper in beef. The meat was sent to U.S. stores and ultimately purchased by U.S. consumers. Sent it to Mexico. They didn't want it. Sent it back to us and we sold it to us. Not happy with that. So once again, got to make better decisions. It's all about better decisions. You don't have to become a raw food vegan if you don't want to. But make better decisions. Make better choices. Because that's what it's all about. What can I do this meal? Not even today. You know, they would say baby steps, Alcoholics Anonymous, day by day. What can I do this meal to eat better? Well, maybe I can take super greens and essential source once a day. Well, that's a great step. Very inexpensive step. That's huge. Well, maybe I can uh, have one meal a day that doesn't have any animal products in it. Huge step. Maybe I can go one day a week. Oh my God, that would be great. I want to have something raw at every meal. And I say raw, broccoli, cucumbers, tomatoes, avocado, salad. I went out to lunch the other day with one of my coworkers and I got the veggie fajitas. I didn't eat the wraps or the corn chips or anything like that and beans, and I had a salsa that was just off the chart, and I had a pico de gallo that was off the chart, and guacamole, and at the end of the meal, I felt great. I felt full, and I thought, that was easy. Went on a cruise not long ago. By the way, I'm doing a little documentary on this cruise I went on, and I videotaped breakfast, lunches, and dinners, and it's gonna be surviving a cruise, and we're gonna talk about what to eat, and I was talking to one of my friends, Alan, here at the studio. He said, I've never been on a cruise, but that's my concern. There's so much food, I'm not gonna be able to stop myself. I said, Alan, set your parameters. This is all I'm going to eat. And I ate like a piglet. And in one week, I lost two pounds. Didn't mean to. Because there was so many plant choices there that I was eating all these plant choices, which was great. So yeah, it's really easy to do that. So I'm going to make these little documentaries as time goes on. And it's going to be surviving an Italian restaurant, a Mexican restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, and then just these little clips. So that's why I want you to follow me on Facebook and follow me on Instagram. And what we're doing now is we're live streaming shows that I do. Uh, and you can watch them live on Facebook and Instagram. And then you're able to call in in real time with questions, which is kind of cool. If you do have a question, send it to me through the website, drjoe.com, if I'm not on the air, of course. Send me your email address when you go to the, the, the website, because what I want to do is I want to sign you up for my newsletter. We never give it out. I promise you, I'll never give it to anyone. 
but we want to give you this information and let you know when we're doing a live stream, when we're doing a live lecture, when we're going to have specials. Sometimes we run specials on the supplements. So you don't want to be out of the loop here because this is healthcare that really, really works. So do that. Uh, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, sign up uh, for my newsletter and we'll take care of you. If you want to make an appointment, of course, or order the supplements, they're all there. Also available on Amazon. If we have an Amazon account as well. So you can order the supplements on Amazon. It's easier for you. So start looking, even with, with turkeys and chickens, you try to do the organic ones. Now it's funny. You look at the organic turkey, it's about this, you know, it's so big. The non-organic ones are like almost twice as big. How did they get that big? Well, something's not right, okay? It used to take six to eight weeks. Oh, well, it used to take six to eight months, I'm sorry, to make a chicken as big as the ones you see in a grocery store. Now it takes about six to eight weeks. Something's wrong there. Chicken shouldn't be full grown in six to eight weeks and ready for slaughter. So I'm very concerned about not just the animal products themselves, but what's going into them. And you can make decisions. Now, whatever you decide to do is up to you. Whatever you want to do, it's your, you know, it's your life. What's the song? It's your life. You can do, who did that? Is it raspberries? Anyway, can't remember. But it's your life. Do what you want to do. But if you can give me 60 days of following Dr. Joe's advice, eating the super greens, an essential source every day, taking the supplements, maybe to be vitamins and adrenal support, if you can do what I'd recommend you do. Uh, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, structural issues, come see us if you can, if you're in the area. If you're not, go find a chiropractor near you. Make sure your digestive system is working. If the stomach is up against the diaphragm, we need to pull it down away from the diaphragm and see if I'm right. Let's assume I'm wrong. I lied to you. Am I the first man ever lied to you? Probably not. If I'm right, which I am, then you got to consider, okay, this may be a lifestyle I want to consider for the rest of my life. And you can pick the level you want to do. You don't have to do everything at once. I remember I had an IT guy working at my office a while ago. And he said, I listened to one of your shows and you said, I listened to you for years and you said something that really made an impact. You don't have to do everything at once. Just do something. Make a better choice. Certain beef harbors E. coli germs. It's natural for cows to eat grass, not grains. Still cows today raised in feedlots where they, they're, they're, they chomp down on lots of grain to speed up their growth. This changes the natural chemistry in the cow's gut. Again, a cow's designed to eat grasses, not grains. And it's much easier for the deadly E. coli strain to survive. And I remember being a kid, I guess I was about 10 years old, first trip I ever went, I came from a very poor family. And my grandparents were from Germany. My other grandparents were from Italy. And my grandparents from Germany took me to Germany. And one of the things we did, one of the excursions we did, right? We call them excursions now. We were staying with relatives, little tiny towns. And uh, we went to a slaughterhouse. Boy, talk about making an impact on a 10-year-old kid. And they'd shock the animals. And then they'd stick a hook in their back leg like the pigs, hang them upside down and slit their throats and the blood would drain out. And they hang them upside down because they want to get the blood out of the animal. And sometimes they would die. And every now and then they wouldn't die. And then they'd move them into a boiling room where they'd boil the animal. And sometimes you'd see them squirming in the boiling water until, of course, they died then. And then they'd burn off the hair. And then they'd cut them open. And when they cut them open, if they cut the bowel, the contents of the bowel, the fecal matter, would spread all over the animal. Well, they didn't wash it down. They didn't sterilize it. They didn't put, well, sometimes they do put bleach on it now. And it, that's how E. coli gets spread. The fecal matter from the animal gets into the, into the meat. Now, if you're cooking the animal like you're supposed to, you're going to kill off the E. coli, hopefully, but maybe not. And when you talk about E. coli and you hear it in salads and, and uh, spinach and things like that, usually it's cow manure or pig manure that gets into the water and then they, they water the plants. Maybe it's in a stream or a river and it gets into the plants and that's how the E. coli gets there. So the bottom line is this, I'm running out of time. If you're gonna eat animal products, I recommend organic only. 
I recommend you cook them carefully. Don't grill them or barbecue them with those grill marks because that causes problems. And then along with this, you have to have a good diet in addition to the animal products that you're consuming or else you're, you're going to suffer. No one gets away unscathed if you don't have a normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system and good nutrition. So if you want to know what to eat, go to my website. I have a, a, a lecture I did called uh, So What Can I Eat? It's on the website. It's no charge. If you want to learn about the seven deadly sins of nutrition, that's another video we did. It's on the website. It's no charge. If you want to get the super greens and the essential source, Dr. Joe's super greens and Dr. Joe's essential source, the minimum amount of nutrients you should be eating, and I recommend you do at least this, preferably more, but at least this, drjoe.com. If you ever want to make an appointment as a nutritional consult, if you don't live in the Atlanta area and you want to come do a phone consult, we can do that too. Just go to website, drjoe.com, send us an email. Follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, send me your email address, I'll put you on a newsletter. And to make an appointment, go to the website and let's get you in. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, headaches. Really important that you get these things fixed because if bones are out of alignment, pinching nerves, not only are you affecting pain, affecting the organs that are controlled by that nerve, but the joints will guaranteed 100% wear out. If bones are out of alignment, they rub up against each other and they wear out. And that's called osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is physical. You need to fix it physically. So folks, once again, the website is drjoe.com. Also available on Amazon. If you want to get the supplements, we have an Amazon account. You can do it there too. But we want to get you well and keep you well. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.